Hey, this is John at um, Ubaldi Reports, the one website and podcast that provides fact, not fiction, on issues impacting America, whether globally or domestically. And today we're going to take a different approach. Instead of talking about things that are happening on a national level or a international level, I'm going to talk about the Golden State, the state of California. Now, I was born and raised in California, so I'm intricately aware of what's going on in the state. And the reason I want to bring this up is because the current governor of California, Gavin Newsom, is always looked at as a heir apparent in case Joe Biden, for whatever reason, decides not to run for president or is replaced or the Democratic Party decides not to nominate him. But if you look at California, California has its own problems. They've got a $68 billion debt. This is coming from the legislative analyst, which is far different than the budget unveiled by Gavin Newsom on on January 10th, who says there's a $38 billion debt. And then since that time, additional um, reporting by the legislative analyst showed that revenues have drop significantly. So he is close to the numbers of where California is at. And they're predicting that even after this year, there's still going to be $30 billion in debt for the next foreseeable next few years. So California's got crime, homelessness, a failing educational system, a failing infrastructure system. So these are some of the issues that we're going to be talking about and discussing because everybody seems to gloss over even when Gavin Newsom debated Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, at the end of November, the media proclaimed that he had won. But if you look at his state, it's not doing as well as it should. And if you're poor, you're poor. It's either the haves or the have-nots in that state. So when it comes to California, remember we did a podcast, uh, I would say a couple, couple, a lot of podcasts ago, of how... Joe Biden took the model of California and is actually trying to implement it on America. No, well, he is. Let's take for one of the things that Joe Biden has done is take California's environmental um, policies, basically the California's version of the New Green Deal. And what California has is they have the highest gas prices in the nation. So if we're at, I think we're at three twenty-five to three thirty a gallon. They're up in almost $5 a gallon because California has a different um, fuel. They have, it's only refined in California by meeting their, uh, their strict environmental um, rules. So, wait, California is not getting any of their refined fuel from, from outside? No, they get 60% comes from the Middle East. Well, no, 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 I'm saying there, but they're, if it's refined, it's only refined in California. It's not going through like Texas or. No, because California has a strict requirement that this is what they have to meet. This is the only. Re, um, their gas is. Re, is is it, it better? No, it's just refined to meet California standards. So it's not so, like, like New Coke or something? Like no, that? it's not like New Coke. Well, because their refineries in California will refine California's fuel, but it costs more to do that. Yeah. No other state meets has that requirement. Now, California is trying to push its own agenda onto other states, and Joe Biden is taking what California is doing. I have a question. I think this might kind of fall into suit. So you said that California is getting... Their fuel because it's refined under the guidelines of, of California. California. Correct. So, so which makes it more expensive. As an example, there's this thing called green diesel and red diesel. Red diesel's for farming. It's the same. It's the same diesel. Mm-hmm. 
except they dye it red so that if they catch you using it on your vehicle versus farming equipment, it's quite a hefty fine. California have something like that where like you I go, would, if you went over to like Nevada or like I know. would have to see how that I would have to double check on that but I know it for they when they refine California fuel it meets their standards but it's the same fuel it's just different from other states but the problem is they say that they're helping the middle class and the poor they're making the poor poorer because they're going to mandate by 2032 that you cannot buy a gas uh, powered car in California. So if you look at electric vehicles, electric vehicles on average cost about $55,000 or more. Most Californians can't afford it. And then remember, t- t- uh, uh, two years ago, I think it was in 2022, they told everybody that um, we need everybody to be able to have electric vehicles by a certain period. Yeah, but and the then, grid can't support okay, it. Okay, then two days later, they, the, the grid operator said, please do not yeah. charge your cars because it's going to um, wreck the grid. Mm-hmm. So these are the problems California is having. Now, California has enough natural gas and energy under its ground that's equal to Texas and in some cases beats Texas. Okay. But you can't touch it because California's environmental laws prevent drilling for natural gas or fracking or any of that sort. So everything they're doing, they make utility costs in California are astronomical. Would it change if there was like a different governor? Like say there's a Republican no, governor? Or? For one, there would be no way a Republican would could win in California because California, outst- uh, the Democrats have a substantial lead in uh, voter registration over Republicans. Well, you don't want to think like Los Angeles, it being the second largest city in the country. But, but you got Los Angeles, San Francisco, California... Most of the conservative or Republican-leaning individuals are in the Central Valley or up in the foothills. Isn't that the one state Reagan couldn't get? No, Reagan won California. Oh, he, he, was, he was governor of California, but California was different back then. Yeah. California had a manufacturing base. They had a defense industry. Once the Cold War ended and the defense industry jobs uh, cratered or, or removed, a lot of those individuals moved out, and the individuals who came in or from other parts of the country, other parts of the world. So, uh, going back to California, like I remember them saying, like a hundred and ten thousand. If you were bringing in an income of a hundred ten thousand a year, it's kind of it's still considered you'd be like you're low poor. to middle class. It's even worse than that. If you're in Silicon Valley and you How make did, le- less than one hundred forty five thousand, you're your low income. How did you, was it like that when you were growing up there? No, because they didn't have the the, the strict rules they did. California need, is the shortage of housing. They've got more people needing housing than there is the supply. Mm-hmm. Because when they build housing, they want to build low income to moderate income homes, but they put all these requirements on builders that you got to meet this requirement, this requirement, this requirement, and then they have something called NIMBY, not in my backyard where a lot of the local communities put another restrictions on how you can build house and what goes into it, then you also have to meet the prevailing wage. And so that drives up the labor costs. Yeah. So it's very expensive to live. So if you got a lot of if you're doing really well, you're doing fine. But if you're poor or middle class, low middle class, you're not going to do as well. Isn't there an exodus going on? Yeah, there's a mass exodus of people are saying we're done. So you're, lo- you're losing your tax base. But why are they leaving? 
because it's too expensive. They have the highest tax rate of any state now. But they're still bringing their views. The ones who are no, kind of like, or do they have a moment of clarity when they step foot in? No, I think the ones who are leaving are the ones who are just tired of that progressive policy. Now, California's they keep wanting to go after the wealthy, but what they found is California has a progressive tax policy, meaning they tax the top one percent. So the top one to five percent are almost paying seventy-five percent. So right now, the top one percent or 150,000 families are paying 45 to 50% of all taxes in California. But they don't get their tax uh, their taxes from like a W-2 like most workers do. Mm-hmm. They get those off investment incomes, real estate, the stock market, dividends, and that, that sort. What about them trying to still have their citizens or former um, occupants or whatever you want to call them pay taxes for three years in a different See, state. I don't I think that, that's going to be, if they implement that, that's going to be challenged in the courts. Because once you leave and you reside, like when I left California, yeah. <laughs> I moved to uh, Florida, I would have paid taxes up until the time I left. Yeah. And then you started in your new state. But to go after someone for three years after you, you're proven your residency is not, that's going to be challenged in the courts. That's not, that would never happen. That would, the courts would never go with that because if you did that, then there's other things they can get you on. So that's, that would never pass the commerce clause. Mm-hmm. That would be just a, 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 a bridge too far. Yeah. So you've got that, and then you've got beyond, like right now they have record rains in California, but they've always had this. And they go, because I'm born and raised there. You go like five or six years where you have record to normal rain. And then you go three or four years where you have no rain or minuscule rain. But California doesn't retain enough of that, um, the water from the, the wet years to get through the dry years. Yeah. So they have an infrastructure problem on water, transportation. They have one of the worst roads in the country. They got a bullet train. It was initially passed... By the voters to pay about nine to ten billion dollars. Now it's up well over a hundred billion, and they only have gotten a mile or two roads. I mean, of, of track laid, and they've wasted billions of dollars. So it's like the train to nowhere. It was supposed to go from San Francisco to Los Angeles. Now it goes from Merced to San Joaquin. Hardly a big area for commuters. So what about, what about this? Let's just say. Maybe there's like an air or an aura around California where like you go in it and you become a complete moron and you're like, but as soon as you step out, there's some kind of clarity. There has, well, there, there has to be because everybody's like, I think everybody's kind of like maybe hypnotized or subdued by like the glitz and glamour of like one thing- LA, Los Angeles and okay. then... Um, San Diego is really well. I've never been, but San Diego is gorgeous. Yeah, and then you have San Francisco, which has probably a lot of a lot of tourists. There's a lot of history in San Francisco. So, and then you're kind of subdued, and then you kind of fall into their ideology. But then once you kind of like break away from that, you're just like, why? Why was I doing this? California people need to realize California always had. It's liberal areas like the Berkeley, the San Francisco Bay Area has always been liberal. Yeah. Los Angeles used to be more moderate. 
And the way that Republicans are notoriously did very well in California up until the time, a little bit past the Cold War, the last governor, I mean, okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he was an aberration. But how they used to win was the Republicans would win the Central Valley, San Diego County, and Fishhook up into Orange County used to be a bastion of Republicanism. But then when the Cold War ended and the defense industry jobs dried up in the Los Angeles County, Orange County area, and they moved out, those workers moved out of California. So then you're left with more of a liberal. They changed their, um, like Los Angeles became the center for logistics, um, logistics and transportation, meaning stuff coming from abroad, Mm -hmm. coming to the ports, and now it would go to the rest of the country. San Francisco became the center, or the San Francisco Bay Area became the center of high tech, especially in Los Gatos, around Stanford, San Jose. But they have more of a liberal ideology. Then the state turned away and has elected Democrats ever since now you had what did california have to offer i mean especially the nation like what's their what's a california thing? has 52 different cash crops for agriculture it's one of okay. the like everybody says the cheese state is wisconsin it's not it's california some of the best wine in the world well you have california. wine but you have most states have a couple different crops california is one of those unique states that has 52 different cash crops. Mm -hmm. Like if you look at uh, Salinas, this is down by Monterey. It's called the salad bowl. All your salads that you eat, tomatoes, lettuce, and the like, come from that area. So you have a lot of different natural resources. Then it was the weather. No matter where you go in California, if you live on the coast, you have the beaches. If you got got the inland valley, but you can go from the beach to the mountains in a matter of number of four or five hours. Mm-hmm. So you can go skiing, but then you drive two hour or an hour and a half away from the mountains and you're there's no snow. And they have desert. They have desert. <laughs> but then you go up into where I went to school in Sacramento, they have the rivers, you have the mountains of the Sierra Nevada. Then you go up where my parents used to live in Petaluma going up to the Mendocino Sonoma, Mendocino, Humboldt County with the redwood trees. They have a lot to offer. And if you like the urban scene, you have Los Angeles, Hollywood, the media, San Francisco. You have um, Berkeley, the East Bay. You got San Diego, which is with great beaches with La Jolla. You have all this stuff. But California is now a one-party state. And Here's an example. You have the Senate debate. You have Adam Schiff. You have he's the antagonist against Trump. Then you have Barbara Lee, who is a congresswoman from um, Oakland area. Then you have I think it's Kathy Porter, another liberal Democrat, progressive Democrat. Then you have Steve Garvey, the former baseball player from San Diego and Los Angeles. Barbara Lee's touted. The way to end income inequality and give people better quality of life is raise the minimum wage to $50 an hour. Now, think about that. Then, <laughs> okay, but then she said she was a businesswoman at one time for about 10 years. Yeah. Well, I looked her background up. She ran a nonprofit. Nonprofit is different than a regular business where you have to run a for-profit business. Yeah. 
So she, but then I looked at her background again, and she spent most of her time in politics. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where she's talking about her business credentials. She hasn't done anything for business since the mid-70s. Yeah. Far different than today. So where does all this money go? Well, everybody that has more money than you thinks they know better. Or, but people, like, 75% of all the members of the state legislature in California have worked in government or a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. They've never ran a business. So they push these outlandish policies, like crime. They passed Prop 47 back, I think, in 2014, which downgraded many felonies to a misdemeanor. It um, downgraded what it comes bail. They loosened up some of the restrictions so they didn't jail or imprison anybody. So they released them. Mm-hmm. And then you see crime spiking. That's why I take Oakland. Oakland is where the Oakland A's play. Mm-hmm. But that city is like a war zone. You, I felt I would feel safer walking the streets of Baghdad well, than I would do. That. Out. What's that? In and out, actually close. Well, in and out, Denny's. Um, you had Clorox, which has a factory there, is telling its workers, don't go outside for lunch. Stay, stay in the factory. Or you have security that will take you here and there. Yeah. So these are the problems California is facing. Well, I mean. But with, it's not getting any better. With an exodus of, like, companies, when's, like, because we didn't. Didn't California sue Walgreens over an abortion pill or some sort? I I would I think they did, but I have to double check on that. But you look at Tesla used to be in California. They moved to Texas. Yeah. You had Toyota used to be a factory in Fremont. They moved down to Texas. You're seeing a lot of these companies are saying enough's enough. You have even the tech workers. Silicon Valley is starting to reduce its numbers because a lot of people are like, we're out of here. We do not want to be here. There is so much land in uh, tech or Texas. Like it still hasn't been like consumed yet. No, it's and the thing is like like Ray and I always would look at a few pieces and it's like we could buy a small town. You can <laughs> because start it up. But California has one of the highest sales tax, the highest gas tax, the highest um, income tax, yeah. and. You would think with all that revenue, and now they're floating a wealth tax that you pay if you make over a certain amount of money, you pay a wealth tax. Now, Gavin Newsom, the current governor, is against it. And I think if if he wasn't deciding to run for president, I think he would be in favor of it. But they're still pushing. Like, here's another example. They have a huge homeless problem. Mm -hmm. They spent over $20 billion. And one of the things he's trying to do is pass a proposition on the November ballot called Prop 1, which would divert um, mental health money away from the counties and try to help the homeless. But this is they, they've already raised taxes on the wealthy to cover that. And we also have a we still have a big issue with mental health. We do, but California not touch anything. I swear. No, no. <laughs> California raised. I mean, once they passed a proposition that they would tax the super wealthy to pay for mental health for the counties that was about two to four billion dollars so mm-hmm. my question is where's all this money going california has 30 percent of all homelessness in a country is in california mm-hmm. they got 187,000 people who are homeless and this is coming from cal matters and um other and the u.s census bureau so you got all these problems, but they keep doubling down 
I hate to use this word, on stupidity. Yeah. They have no business sense. We another are a exa- family show, John. How could you? Yeah, another example is their government. They spent billions on all this high tech because they consider and they got central, they got the Google, they got Oracle, they got all the high tech companies, but their technology is crap. And it doesn't seem to get any better. They just double down on stupidity. And you would you you would think there would be somebody sanity would come up, but it doesn't. It's just like when they tried to recall Gavin Newsom, Larry Elder ran, and they made him suck like he was this rich person when he went to one of the worst high schools, and Gavin Newsom is this white, young, ed- highly educated individual who was born into wealth, and he was he acquired a lot of his funding through being friendships with the Getty family who were billionaires. So it's just... California is just it's it's not the model to take to the rest of the country. Okay, so rise, I guess that's the name. Is this what it kind of sounds like? But our, our bloated military budget would feed and house everybody. Um, yes, but you don't want to do that. Well, the I one, mean, there, there has to. I mean, the way I guess you would say our economy is structured, you kind of need. Lower income, right? No, okay. Going like by everybody what he, can't have the same amount of money because no, but the, the prices would just go okay, up and up the, and up. The thing is, what he's talking about. I would agree on this respect. When they try to reduce the national debt, you have to look at everything. You have to increase economic activity so your labor participation rate goes up and not being below where we were February of 2020. Mm-hmm. But when and I've always stated this and I've written about it. And spoken about it, our national defense budget needs to be, it's not cut spending, it's reform how we spend. A case in point, we both came from the Marine Corps. Yeah, The Army and the Marine Corps have about 90% of the same equipment, but they're on one different supply system than we are. We too often in the last 30, 40 years... We've wasted $100 billion on weapon systems that don't work. But when it comes time to reduce or re-alter something, a number of years ago, there was the C-17 program that was uh, manufactured at Long Beach. The Air Force didn't want any more, but yet Senator Dianne Feinstein and then-Senator Barbara Boxer fought tooth and nail to keep that funding going, and the military had, the Air Force had to eat a $2 billion plane that they didn't want or didn't need. We're getting rid of the offspring. So there, but there's things that we need to look at, and each of the branches need to focus their strategy on the national security strategy instead of each branch looking at their own parochial need. So I do agree that we need to do this, but even on domestic spending, we spend on areas that – why are we spending on that? Mm-hmm. What is the goal? What is the, me- the measure perf- um, performance and the measure effectiveness? We never, we never look at that. Our educational system across the country, half the co- nation's kids can't read, yeah. can't do math. These are the problems that can hinder economic growth, especially in Oakland. Yeah, and if you look at some of those cities, like Oakland, hasn't had a Republican mayor since the early '60s. San Francisco goes back to the early 50s. So a lot of these things we need to change, and they're just not being done. Yeah. So uh, going on with that, 
how does that kind of carry over into the uh, you know the election cycle that we're kind of going? Well, the into question right now? is now is will Joe Biden be the nominee? Now, so far right now, he looks like he'll be the pre- the uh, he'll be retain he'll run for president in twenty twenty four. He's still in the primary. But because of that disastrous report from the special counsel's office, it said we would not bring this to trial because you have a sympathetic elderly man with poor memory. Right. And that sent shockwaves. And then the president it really pissed him off. Too. But see, then the president did a, um, a press conference that was disastrous when he said <laughs> President Sisi, who's the president of Egypt, is the president of Mexico. Now, my father, who was 92... He, had, he was um, 91, 92, and he had a um, very, very mild stroke. And this is his last year before he passed. And so we took him to a memory specialist. And everybody assumes an elderly person who forgets things is dementia or um, Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. But I learned a lot. If he, My dad had a vitamin de- deficiency. That attributes to... Um, Loss of memory. He had, was borderline anemic. This plays a factor. Hmm. But the one of the bigger factors was he had a severe head um, skull fracture when he was an iron worker. Okay. That definitely has a factor, just like you see uh, traumatic brain injuries in football players. Damn it. And those in the military. I have a brain. I have okay. a traumatic brain injury. But here's the other thing. Back in 1990, excuse me. Back in 1988. Uh, Joe Biden had a brain aneurysm, Mm -hmm. and he had brain surgery to alleviate that problem. That also could contribute to um, a loss of memory. Now, let's just say for the sake of argument, we get to the Democratic convention or let's say something really traumatic, and the Democrats said, Joe, you need to step away. So if Gavin Newsom would be one of the heir apparents, but the question is— Wouldn't there be be something— um, uncouth about not putting Kamala in his place. But but see, that's the dilemma the Repub- the Democrats have. If Joe Biden is not the nominee, it usually would fall to the vice president. But she's equally you're impo- gonna, yeah. You're going to remove a quote unquote black woman, and that's the point because two of their bi- of color. two of their her. biggest constituency is black women and women in general. So. You're if gonna, they snub her, it's and then better. let's say they go to um, Gavin Newsom. How do you square the fact that Democrats hate someone who's white, edgy, white and wealthy? Because Gavin Newsom came from wealth. Yeah. So all the things they hate, they're going to put Gavin Newsom in his place. Now, what if it's Gavin Newsom? It could be Gretchen Whitmer. It could be someone been floating the idea of Michelle Obama. But if you look at Gavin Newsom. He's itching at the bit to run, but if you look at his state, do, does the American people want to duplicate California to the rest of the country? So somebody on TikTok, this and that, said, we need school choice. Do they not have school choice in California? No, they don't. Ooh. And this is why it's a big... It's a, it's a big um, Let me tell you something a little about school choice, okay? Because, I mean, this is a per- per- personal example, is that... My son wasn't doing so well in one school, and there's no way in hell we wanted our daughter going to that same school because the school didn't seem like they, like they give, you know, they didn't give a crap about. It. So my wife and I, you know, 
went hard into moving both of them into a different school and it worked out really well it was a little bit better for my son but transitioning and going into middle school awesome you know my daughter on the other hand is far exceeding all expectations she just she has her general problems math you know but also math here's something about math you should uh, that i found out is that the state doesn't care about how well you do in math they care about how you're picking up and looking and reading but that's it they can give they can care less whether you're proficient enough in math and that seems to be a little bit of a problem. Uh, I agree. Now, going back to what you said, does California have school choice? And I got to maybe re- restate that. They do if you're wealthy. Okay. Like, Gab, okay. When they they ha- any private school you want? Okay. When, I, um, when they had the pandemic and they shut the schools down, and California shut the schools down longer than most states. They were almost down for two years. My brother has three kids. Yeah. One's a Down syndrome child. And then he has a daughter that was like me. He's got severe dyslexia. Yeah. They were stuck to learn from home. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, Gavin Newsom, who's a big proponent of public schools, had his kids in a private school with in-person learning. Yeah. So 6 million California children were learning from home while his own kid was getting a really good education. So they believe in school choice for their children. They can go to the best private schools or whatever they have but for everybody else's kids, they don't. And that's why California spends probably one of the top in the nation on per-pupil spending, but they get the worst results. And there was an article by Dan Walters, who's a columnist for CalMatters, which is a nonprofit um, group that deals with California politics. And they said that half the kid, the state of California's kids can't read or do math to grade level, but there's no accountability when it comes to how their kids are being taught. And that's a problem. That's why you're seeing a lot of people flee the public school system and parents are doing whatever they can to educate their children in other ways. All right, John. How can you get a hold of us? Now, we can get a hold of us by going to ubaldireports at gmail.com. That's ubaldireports at gmail.com. Or you can go to um, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And find us. But we, my goal is to do this um, every day. Right now, I'll turn the time over to Joe when he talks about all American gunslingers and the gun range they want to do. We're going to be setting up a media room, and I want to do things on video about different topics like what's going on in the Middle East, Washington, or even explaining the student loan crisis, which is a big issue. So before I sign off, I'll turn the time over to Joe. Uh, all American Gunslingers, you can get us on all things All American Gunslingers, except for Twitch, which is All American Pew Pew Slingers. <sighs> and then uh, we're looking at, uh, we're just waiting on some paperwork so we can open up our store. Website is coming soon, hopefully within a week or two. And just look out for that. You can follow us on Facebook. We have a good Facebook following uh, page if you want to go to All American Gunslingers. And if you do, Follow us on All American Gunslingers page. Just say, hey, heard you from the Ubaldi Reports, or you heard us on TikTok if you're listening on TikTok. And just to kind of give us a heads up, because we just want to make sure we're getting the, we're welcoming those new people. 
that especially listen to our podcast. So, with that being said, everybody have a great day. Yeah, and keep following you, Bali Reports. And we'll be back next Wednesday at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time because we just had some issues trying to get things with the gun range. But remember, next Wednesday, 7.30 uh-huh. Eastern Standard Time. It was Valentine's Day yesterday. Oh, guys. that's right. Valentine's Day. Not my, my fault. Valentine's Day was yesterday. So, next Wednesday at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. All right. Till then, have a great day. Keep following your Bali Reports.